Can you confirm this announcement by Grace Mugabe uh, for her husband, the president of the country, to name his preferred successor? Yes, it is true. Uh, it happened this afternoon. There was a, a sitting of the uh, Women's League there at a conference. And in that conference, during her address, Grace Mugabe made reference to the biblical story of David and his two sons. And that when they were fighting for who was going to be king after David, um, David uh, chose Solomon. Uh, and that Mugabe should follow in the same footsteps and name his successor, and that there was nothing amiss in him doing that. Was her husband present during this announcement? And if yes, how did he respond? <laughs> uh, it was actually surprising. Um, he only said that he would, um, that the people, it, it should be left to the people to choose. But really, Grace made it very clear that uh, it is time that the husband should actually step up and uh, tell the people that you should name a successor whom the people can always rally behind uh, as, as a collective. Mm. And uh, was the successor then named? No, no, no. She, she, didn't, she didn't mention a name. She just said you should step up mm-hmm. and, you know, follow in, uh, in, in David's footsteps and uh, let the nation know who his preferred successor is. Is there a sense, though, that she's lobbying to be his successor, perhaps? Yes, uh, there was also another, um, during her address, she actually called uh, on the party to, to, to change its constitution and um, revert back to the old system where they used to have one of the vice presidents being um, a woman. And in response, uh, Robert Mugabe actually said, um, you know, they, he would prefer a situation where they would actually change the country's constitution and have three vice presidents so that whoever is vice president can maybe, you know, people might anticipate that maybe whoever is vice president after he's gone can actually take over from him. Mm. Now, she was speaking speaking at a women's league uh, meeting there. Uh, did she get a lot of uh, um, support and response from the audience? Obviously, it being a women's league uh, event, uh, it was it was a national uh, event. It's like the, all the women league from all the country's ten provinces were were present, and they were all cheering as she made her address. So really, she she really has a lot of support from the women. Uh, it remains to be seen what uh, um, what other um, 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 parts of the ZANU-PF, uh, other wings of ZANU-PF, how much support. We also know that she also commands a lot of support from the youth, the executive of the youth wing. So really, I think calls might actually get a lot of support from those two wings mm-hmm. of the ZANU-PF party. Thank you. That's our reporter in Zimbabwe, Effort Musakiwa. Now, for more on this, we're joined on the line by Professor Sipaman Zondi from the Political Sciences Department at University of Pretoria. Professor, very good afternoon to you. And what do you make of Grace Mugabe's announcement? Um, as, as the reporter says, it must be put in contact. Um, Grace Mugabe has been has become increasingly a voice uh, within um, within Zanu PF politics, and she's uh, put her head up and she's raising her voice and she's speaking. Um, the at a time when the women's league uh, of the of Zanu PF is also jostling itself to influence succession debates within uh, Zanu PF, but does not have. A, a, a figure as big as Grace Mugabe. 
to do them so they are almost bringing her in from outside uh, in order to be their voice and all of that. And this is consistent uh, with that. And and it's clear from what is reported that they, she is trying to argue for a woman's candidate in the same way that women in the ANC are also arguing for a woman's candidate. And she knows that if that that passes, she would be among the key contenders for that, clearly. Looking at the political landscape in Zimbabwe, how possible do you think that is? Anything is possible. Anything is really, really possible. Um, if the top leadership of the of the of, of PF, led by President Mugabe and the the leaders of the security forces, uh, decide that a a woman candidate exists that they are compatible with, and such a candidate could be anyone, including Madame Mugabe, then this thing is likely to actually happen. If they feel compatible that uh, there is a candidate, a woman candidate, including her, that, is, that can secure the current status quo and can cure the legacy of, of President Mugabe and secure them from all manner of reprisals and, and, and prosecution and stuff like that, it's, it's really foreseeable. It's really possible, very, mm. very likely. That she could she, she could get her way. Uh, besides uh, Dr. Grace Mugabe as a possible successor, who, in your view, is the mostly other likely candidate uh, that uh, could succeed uh, Robert Mugabe? Um, this first start with the women's league. If it is not her in the women's league, it would be Oba, the the the, the, the Madame Oba, who who once headed who headed the. The women's league until very recently was in the cabinet and has uh, taken a position pretty much in favor of the current uh, dominant faction in the in the ZANU PF, what is called the Zuru faction. Uh, besides that, outside of that, of course, the strongest pre- um, uh, candidate is the, uh, the deputy president Mangagwa. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, and he's been a front runner for a long period of time. But there are other outsiders like Jonathan Morio uh, that have been banded about. But quite a number of other uh, contenders yes. have lo- all fallen uh, out of the race uh, long even before it started. Uh, so it is likely that it will be between those three uh, and, and perhaps someone else that the, the, the military could, could uh, the security forces could mm-hmm. pretty much propose at any time. Yes. Professor, I thank you so much for your time. That was Professor Sipa Mandla Zondi from the Political Sciences Department.